The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. This beautiful story happened in New Jersey, a bit of a distance from Lakewood, New Jersey. There was a boy, let's call him Jeffrey Levinson. Jeffrey Levinson's parents were not from. They sent him to a Jewish day school, and the Jewish day school had many, many children that were not Shema Shabbos, but the Levinsons wanted their son to know about Jewish culture and Jewish heritage and Jewish history, but nothing practical. And of course, when it came to Shabbos, their store was open, and Jeffrey, as he began getting older, was helping them in the store. But in this elementary school, let's call it the Akiva Day School, he had wonderful, wonderful teachers, and they were very, very inspirational. And even though his parents were not from, he began davening with a seriousness, and he began thinking about the possibility of his being an Erlich and keeping the mitzvahs. This would go on for years. Parents never went to shul on Shabbos, never. There was one shul, a small shul, very far away. They would go there, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, but that's it, no connection. Now it was the year of Jeffrey's Bar Mitzvah. And he decided that he is not going to be driven to his Bar Mitzvah on Shabbos. He was going to start being a true Erlich Hashem Shabbos from the day of his Bar Mitzvah and on. He was afraid to tell it to his parents because he knew that they wouldn't like it. But a few weeks before the Bar Mitzvah, he finally told his parents, I know you're planning my bar mitzvah in that small shul. It's a distance away. But I just want to tell you, I don't want to be driven there. And his father said, what does that mean? How are you going to get there? He said, well, it is far. I know I can't walk it. It's more than a three-quarter of an hour drive, a three-quarter of an hour walk. So, you know, I'll sleep in the building. Just drive me there Friday afternoon. And the father said, what are you, crazy? You're going to sleep in the building alone? He said, Dad, I'm not driving on Shabbos. I want to be a Shemesh Shabbos from the time of my bar mitzvah. I've learned in Akiva how important Shabbos is. Well, the father saw that he had no choice, so he called the Shamas of the shul. The Shamas was an elderly man who lived about 10 minutes away from the shul. He lived there with his wife. He lived there alone with his wife. And he was only too happy to have this little boy, this bar mitzvah boy in his house. And he said to the father, I see you got a little rabbi in your home. And the father said, I don't have a rabbi. I have a rebel in my home. Well, the shamus laughed, but he said, don't worry. You just bring him Friday afternoon and we'll take care of him. Now, the father brought him there Friday afternoon and he had the Shabbos Suda with the shamus. Of course, he wasn't sure Friday night. And of course, it was lonely and it was not easy being with an elderly couple. But the next morning, he came to shul, and sure enough, his parents drove and the relatives drove, and it was a very beautiful bar mitzvah. And it's surprising. The Levinsons, they had respect for their son. They didn't drive back that Shabbos. They stayed in the Shabbos' home together with Jeffrey for the rest of Shabbos. The bar mitzvah was over. Now, a few weeks later, the principal, a wonderful ben of the Akiva school, decided that he's going to make an extra learning program 
for eighth graders. Eighth graders are usually the ones that get bar mitzvah. Now, of course, Jeffrey wanted to join it, but the school was very far from where he lived, and there was just no way that his parents were going to take him there at night, twice a week when this learning program was being held. But they knew that there was a yeshiva high school in Adelphia, which was not far from where they lived. And they had heard about a wonderful, warm machanach. Many of you certainly know the name of David Trank. But Rabbi David Trank was known as a warm, caring machanach. And Mr. Levinson called him and said, is there any way that my son would be able to get someone to study with him in your yeshiva? And then the principal called Rabbi Trank and he told him what kind of special boy Jeffrey was. And we all know that Rabbi David was just so warm and so caring. And he said, you know something? I, myself, I'm going to learn with this boy. And for the next few months, twice a week, Jeffrey would learn with Rabbi David Trank himself. And sometimes they learned in the yeshiva based medish, sometimes they learned in Rabbi David's home. Now, Rabbi David's wife, Leah, is my cousin. And she was the first one to tell me this story, an incredible story. One night after learning, they got into a conversation, and Jeffrey told them about what happened by his bar mitzvah, that he wouldn't be driven on Shabbos, and he wanted to be a Shem Shabbos, and he has been a Shem Shabbos since his bar mitzvah. And he stayed by the Shamas' home, and that his parents didn't drive back. And Leah Trink was so impressed with this young man, because Rabbi David was always telling her, how sincere this kid was. And she said, you know, what made you become religious? There are a lot of kids in Akiva school that were not Shema Shabbos. What made you become so like this? And he said, you know, I had a fourth grade teacher. She was so wonderful. And she was so holy. I always wanted to be exactly like her. And Leah Trank asked, who's the fourth grade teacher? She said, I don't know, Jeffrey said, I don't know if you would know her. Her name is Mrs. Reich. And Leah Trink couldn't believe it. That was Rab Schneer Cutler's daughter, Esther Reich, the wife of the Rosh Hashiva Rab Oren Reich. And Leah Trink was so amazed. She said to Jeffrey, did you ever tell her that it was because of her that you became a Shem Shabbos? He said, I'm so embarrassed. I could never tell it to her. But I always wanted to be just like her. And that's when I made my commitment to be a Shema Shabbos. Leah Trank told me that she decided she's going to call Mrs. Reich and tell her. But you know how things are. You know, you get busy. It was the middle of the summer, and she never called. Now it was September, and one day she was shopping in a local mall, and sure enough, she sees Mrs. Reich. And she goes over to Mrs. Reich, and she says, you know, I must tell you something. I must tell you, you're not going to believe this. She said, do you remember a boy that you had in your class a number of years ago, Jeffrey Levinson? She says, yeah, I remember him. He was a very sincere boy. He davened with such sincerity more than anybody else in the class. So Leah Trank says to Mrs. Reich, you know that he became a Shem Shabbos. He's a very bright boy. He was the valedictorian at his graduation. And you know why he became a Shem Shabbos? Only because of you. He said, and we asked him, because my husband learns with him twice a week, and he said he wanted to be a Shema Shabbos. He wanted to be religious, just like you. You were his role model. And all of a sudden, Mrs. Reich 
tears were coming down her cheeks. And Leah Trank said, is everything okay? She said, you're not going to believe this. You know, I've been teaching in Akiva for a number of years. And school always started at 9 o'clock. This past summer, they announced that school is now going to start at 8.30. And I was thinking, I just can't do it. I have to get up a half hour earlier. I have to get all the children to the babysitter. It's just too much. And just today, I told my husband, I'm going to call the school and say, I just can't teach this year. It's just too much. But now that you told me about Jeffrey Levinson and what kind of influence I didn't even realize that I had on this child, I'm going to continue teaching. And you know something? I spoke to Mrs. Reich, to Robertson Reich, and she told me not only did she continue teaching, but she followed up with this boy. And this boy today is a Frum boy, lives in Baltimore, has a Heiliger Frum family, and she's so proud that she was able to have an influence that this boy became a Shema Shabbos only because of her. And so in a sense, this little boy became the teacher's teacher because he taught her the tremendous amount of influence that a Rebbe or a Mora can have even when they don't realize it. Many times a child cannot get up the courage to thank the Rebbe or the Mora. But all of you that teach Torah and give it over to the next generation, just remember, it's not only a privilege, it's a great responsibility. Keep on doing what you're doing, and we can produce a nation where everyone will be a Shem Shabbos like Jeffrey Levinson. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. StoriesToInspire.org.